Welcome to Commune, where each week we explore the ideas and practices that bring us together and help us live healthy and purpose-filled lives. I'm your host, Jeff Krasno. In addition to being a podcast, Commune is also an online course platform featuring some of the world's greatest teachers. And this week, we're excited to give you a window into one of our trainings right here on the show. Our latest course, Redefining Leadership, is a collaboration with Sean Korn, Halakuri, and Suzanne Sterling and has just launched on onecommune.com, where it is completely free from March 4th through March 13th. This 10-day program teaches us how to be more effective social activists by getting truly honest with who we are, how we react, and where we come from. Only once you've done the inner work can you champion positive social change without causing harm. So to celebrate the launch and give you a peek into the course, all this week we'll be releasing select excerpts from Redefining Leadership on the podcast. So listen here over the next 10 days or sign up and take the full course for free at onecommune.com. The course excerpts will stay up on the podcast until March 13th, but after that they disappear. So if you're not already a Commune podcast subscriber, hit that subscribe button to be notified when each of our episodes goes live. Today's excerpt is all about doing the work. For many yoga practitioners, we're told to make our mats a safe space, sheltered from the influence of the outer world. We contain our movements, our thoughts, our intentions to that specific time and place. There we explore ourselves, ask questions, let go of what's not serving us, all while diving inward in the search of knowing and accepting our internal landscape. But if yoga's goal is union, then isolating our practice to the mat without some larger outreach and communal context is incomplete. When we bring our inner work out into the world, we are able to operate from a place of deep connection and knowing, using our personal journey as the basis for an active and positive participation with others. This is how we lead with intention, find greater connection, and take actions that embody our love. And now I invite you to join Sean Korn, Suzanne Sterling, and Halakuri for a peek into day one of their commune course, Redefining Leadership. Hi, everybody, and welcome. We are off the mat into the world, and you can't even imagine how excited we are to have this opportunity to share a little bit of our work with you. Um, we have work to do and the time is now and all of us have to find a way to find our voice and speak our truth and do what needs to be done in order to participate in the necessary social change that can lead and ease this world towards peace. I'm not going to suggest that the work is easy. It's confrontive, it's challenging, it's uh, emotional and utterly necessary and we are all so blessed that we get to do this work. What we've learned over the years is that most people in the world, because of political or religious or systemic oppression, will never have the opportunities to do this level of inner work. Um, they would literally be jailed or killed asking questions of systems, asking questions of transformation, even asking questions of what is love, what is truth, what is God, to whom will I serve? Um, for whatever reason, luck of the draw, uh, perhaps, we get to ask these questions. Therefore, we have a responsibility and an accountability to peel back all the limits of beliefs that exist within so that we can show up and be of service in a way that benefits the well-being, the happiness, and the goodwill of all beings everywhere. So welcome and thank you for your interest. My name is Sean Korn and I'm a yoga teacher and have been teaching yoga for the past 25 years. 
I am also an activist in a variety of ways. My commitment, my, my passion would be related to uh, social justice, environmental justice, uh, indigenous sovereignty, um, animal rights. Um, these are some of the issues that speak to my soul, that break my heart, that trigger my common sense and make me want to do the work so that I can be effective in my leadership in a way that unites, in a way that bonds and creates an environment of happiness and safety for all beings everywhere. So that is who I am. Hey everybody, I'm Hala Khoury and I'm also a yoga teacher and in addition I'm a clinician, I'm a somatic counselor and I'm going to be bringing to you all some ideas from somatic psychology, specifically somatic experiencing which is a body-based therapy that addresses trauma and how trauma lives in the body. So as we talk about the mind-body connection, you're going to get those psychological pieces from me during this training. I'm also originally from Beirut, Lebanon and I think that my origins really inform why I'm drawn to this work of social justice and why I want to see people healing so that they're not fighting with each other essentially. So I'm thrilled to be part of this collaboration and share what I know with you all. And my name is Suzanne Sterling. I am also a yoga teacher and a musician and a longtime ritualist and I bring to this work a deep and profound joy uh, and passion for self-expression. I believe that self-expression is a part of our healing, a part of our leadership, a part of building the kind of world that we want to live in. And I believe in the connectivity, building rituals that bring us together, that build community in a way that we have lost touch with in these times. And so I believe that our activism, our leadership can be profound, can be deep, can be expressed and can be joyful. The three of us have been doing this work together for many, many years, and um, both individually as well as collectively. And what I can say as someone who has been committed to this, uh, to wanting to support the transformation of this planet so that all beings can have access to the essential resources to create equity and justice um, and a peace-filled and integrated world without doing the inside out work, it can often not be sustainable. It can be overwhelming. It can be fraught with your own limited beliefs and ego and can often lead to burnout. Our interest is how do we make this work sustainable? How do we step into conscious leadership and what does that even mean? And what do we have to do so that we are contributing to this level of consciousness and that we're not creating harm because we haven't done our own inner work. And so we're framing this entire course through the lens of yoga, of course. So yoga means to come together and make whole and it recognizes that there is no separation, that everything is connected. Um, and as a theory, as yogis, we believe that this is true. We get that everything is energy and that we are bound and this interdependency is what unites us soul to soul, heart to heart. Recognizing that we are all connected doesn't necessarily mean that we are all the same. 
and the work in which we are committed to is unpacking those differences, understanding how the systems are set up in such a way in which gives a lot to some, very little to others, and it creates the very separation which is the opposite of yoga. And that's the harder work. Very often we can look at these systems and say, you need to change and this needs to be different, and we forget to, to really look inward and so we frame this through the lens of yoga so that we can have access to the essential tools that will allow us to do this inner work more sustainably. Um, our participation is absolutely essential. All of us in the world right now um, who are committed to doing this inner work do have a responsibility to show up in a way that engages, that unites. But like I said, if we're not doing our inner work, if we're not looking at what it is that we've internalized, you cannot imagine how easy it is to create harm, even with the best of intentions. Conscious leadership doesn't mean going out into the world and helping. It doesn't even mean being committed to service. Conscious leadership means first and foremost of having the willingness to look within ourselves and determining who we are, the choices that we make, the words that we speak, the environment in which we were raised, the ancestry in which we are a part of, and all the ways that the limits of beliefs, the traditions um, of our own culture have impacted the way in which we experience ourselves, the way in which we experience the world, and the way in which the world experiences us. By bringing in the skills of yoga, it allows us to stop, to breathe, to connect, to be able to look inward so that in a moment of crisis or conflict, we can make a new and integrated choice. Our leadership is not being against something, but it's being for something. And what that for something is, it is love. It is communion, it is holism, it is recognizing and honoring this interdependence, not just through words, but through true action and doing whatever we can in our own capacity to show up in our families, in our community, in our nation and in our world so that we can unite, so that we can come together and make whole. But it requires us and it requires you and it requires all of us in different ways at different times to be able to show up and be of service to the whole in the name of love so that together we can, as is our intention, create a world that is free and fair and equal and safe and happy and loving and peace-filled for all beings everywhere. This is what we must do, for this is what yoga is all about. This is what con conscious leadership is, and this is a life well-lived, well-loved, for the benefit of all. So what Sean is talking about requires work, and that's what really what this course is about. We want to take you on a journey of understanding why self-reflection, self-accountability, even being able to regulate ourselves and stay calm and grounded when it's appropriate is a really important part of leadership. We're gonna start by making the connections, as Sean just did, between why yoga can be such a great tool for this. Um, then we're gonna talk about the spiritual context. And a spiritual context suggests that there's something bigger than us that, that is supporting us and that we're working towards. So whatever your belief system is, it's really vital that we connect to why we do this work and what our core beliefs and philosophy about the world are. 
So we're gonna invite you to do that. We're also gonna talk about the mind-body connection and what we have found in our decades of our own personal work and teaching is the body doesn't lie. And it's really easy to over-intellectualize, to think we know everything. And when we get into embodied practices, sometimes it's kind of ugly. And so, you know, we hope that you're gonna be willing to roll up your sleeves and do this work that can be really uncomfortable. Um, and what we found is over the years, you get kind of used to being in that kind of transformative discomfort. And so if you notice that coming up in this course, good. Let yourself stay with that discomfort because often on the other side of that is an important insight or um, something significant for you. We're gonna talk about trauma. And we're gonna talk about trauma because right now our world is in trauma uh, because our traumas shape us and the relationship between the source of our trauma, the source of our resilience shapes who we are and it impacts how we see the world. And as leaders, it's important that we understand that, that we understand that I see the world from my particular location within this larger system. I see the world because of my ancestry and what I've inherited. When we understand that how we see the world might be different from how others see the world, that's gonna help us become more effective communicators, more empathetic, more curious, and, and more humble. After that investigation, we're gonna talk about our voice and Suzanne's gonna take you on that journey. Because all of this work that we do from the ground up ultimately affects and impacts how we communicate. Are we able to speak our truth? Are we willing to speak our truth? Have we examined the things that block us from speaking our truth while also recognizing that some people might have the privilege to speak truth in the world in a way that others don't, simply based on the body they inhabit or the location that they live in? So voice is really, really powerful. And then towards the end, we're gonna invite you to start to look at what your particular work in the world might be. We're just gonna start digging into that towards the end and, and really honestly, that's gonna open the door to a whole other part of the journey that we will be bringing you at some point. But reflecting on what your particular work is, is significant. We all have different work to do. It's not the same for all of us. Some people are gonna be out front doing very visible work and some people are gonna be in the background doing very vital work that's often invisibilized. We hope that at the end of this journey, you have a sense of what are the questions you need to be asking that you haven't been asking yourself? What are the parts of you that maybe you've been undervaluing? And how can leadership look in a holistic, integrated, critical way? And by critical, we mean developing the critical consciousness that invites us to think about the context that we're in. So often, yoga or even self-helpy stuff is very personal. And if we're not considering the context that we're in, it can become self-indulgent. This is the, the root of the name of our organization, off the mat into the world. Some of us get stuck on our mats. We get stuck just looking at ourselves, navel gazing, investigating ourselves. That work is vital. It's foundational to connecting to the outer world. And if you don't do that other piece, it's a missed opportunity. So 
And those of you that are interested in being leaders, sometimes we get over-focused on the outer world. What's wrong with that person or that system or that methodology? And then we're unconsciously replaying those roles and embodying those problems ourselves. So I want you to also think about where you on the, are on that spectrum. Have you been overly focused on yourself and do you need to use this course to connect that to the world? Or have you been overly focused on the world and you've got to do that sometimes uncomfortable, often humiliating, <laughs> you know, ultimately ecstatic work of looking at yourself. So I want you to take note of that for you as you think about that. So this is really the work we're inviting you to do and I'm so glad you've joined us for this. Hey, it's Jeff. And as an athlete, I've been told my entire life to make sure that I get enough electrolytes. But it's only recently that I have truly understood what electrolytes are and the many essential physiological functions that they fulfill. Okay, so you ready for Electrolytes 101? Here we go. When essential minerals like sodium, potassium, chloride, and magnesium dissolve in a fluid, they form electrolytes, positive or negative ions needed to maintain vital bodily functions. For example, sodium ions are used by the brain to send electrical signals, hello electrolytes, through your neurons in order to communicate with other neurons and the cells throughout your body. So electrolytes are key for brain health. Sodium also retains water and maintains proper hydration levels and fluid balance in your cells through a process called osmosis. Now, calcium and potassium are needed for muscle contraction. They facilitate muscle fibers to slide together and move over each other as the muscle shortens and contracts. And magnesium is also required in this process so that the muscle fibers can relax after contraction. Now, magnesium is a total other beast. It plays a role in protein synthesis, sleep, and blood sugar balance, and hundreds of other functions. Now, it's for all these reasons and more that I add Element to my water. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. And guess what? No sugar. Element is sweetened with stevia, a plant-based sugar substitute that won't spike glucose levels. A 20-ounce serving of many popular sports drinks that I'm sure you know can contain 36 grams of sugar. It's absurd that those products are marketed as healthy when they contain almost as much sugar as a soda. Many listeners know that I still play competitive tennis. Now, before I started using Element, I was prone to fatigue and cramping during long matches due to the loss of sodium. No longer. I'm right there moving like a panther at the end of a grueling three-set match. So right now, Element is offering Commune listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single-serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com commune. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to D-R-I-N-K. 
L-M-N-T, drinkelement.com slash commune. Element offers no questions around refunds, so try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a friend and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You've got nothing to lose. So go to drinkelement.com slash commune. So take a breath, take a moment to land in your own body, your own breath, wherever you are, begin to send a root down from the base of your spine, ground into the place where you are, the room where you are, the land where you live, and let yourself arrive in this work. See if you can notice as you land and as you anchor here that all around us is the living universe the alive, vibrating web, the interdependent, interconnected web of all beings. And know that you are a crucial part of that web. Everything that each one of us does impacts and has an effect on the whole. So why are you here? Why are you dedicated and committed to this work? What has called you to do this work of redefining your own leadership? What has worked in your leadership? What can you shift and change and transform? Take another breath and feel for your ancestors, those who came before you, those who allowed you to be here, to be able to do this work. Know that this work is on their behalf, on behalf of the ways in which they couldn't live into freedom, the ways in which they couldn't live into liberation. Feel for their presence in this work with you. Also feel for those who will come after us, those who will inherit this beautiful, precious, alive, living universe. Know that we do this work on their behalf too. This is a crisis moment on the planet. This is a crisis moment and we are offering ourselves, we're committing ourselves to meeting it with all of the resilience that we've cultivated, with the depth of our vulnerability that comes from our own wounds, that comes from the legacy of our ancestors. We are committing ourselves and dedicating ourselves to visioning something that's never been created before. And this is an opportunity for us to use our voices, to step into a new kind of collective liberated leadership together. No one of us doing it by ourselves, but really feeling the ways in which we all have to step in, we all have to step up. Are you willing in this moment to turn your wounds, your deepest shadow into your gift in the world? Are you willing to live into your joy? Are you willing to offer your gifts, to be seen and heard, to take risks, to be bold? We invite you, I invite you to be vulnerable, to let yourself be seen, to let yourself take this course seriously, to let yourself redefine what your leadership could look like in the world. Perhaps it's been deeply effective and you just want to amplify it. Perhaps it's been in isolation and you want to feel that support, support of your friends, your allies, but also support of divine creative intelligence, support of spirit. Know that you're not alone. Know that we are all being guided. Take one more breath and call in your guides, your allies. 
call in that part of you that is your deep self, that knows that it's time, that knows that you've been called. Call in the part of you whose heart is breaking about the state of the world, that sees suffering and is willing to take a risk to step out and to make change. Call all of these parts of yourself here right now. Give it your breath. Stand in your intention. Feel that living prayer that you are, that you're willing to be in this moment. And know that there are many in the world that are as dedicated to this as you are. And that it's going to take each and every one of us. And when each and every one of us wakes up, the whole vibrates. The whole shifts and the whole transforms. This is redefining our leadership right now together toward that world, toward that vision of peace and liberation for all beings. Thank you so much for your dedication, for your willingness, for your humanity, and for your vulnerability, for your strength, your resilience, and your joy. So the time is now, and we have been called, and all of us will in time and with the support of these essential tools will find our way to step into conscious leadership so that we can be of service to the whole in the name of love for the well-being of all as challenging as these times are with all of the ways in which our systems are determined to separate the racism and sexism and homophobia and transphobia, ageism, ableism, the bias, discrimination, the prejudice that does exist. There is also grace and humanity. And there are an enormous amount of people throughout the whole of this world who are committed to opening their own hearts and to the collective heart in the name of this peace. And so I'm so grateful that we're together doing this work in this inquiry um, looking for ways in which we can shift the needle from fear into love um, so that we can all have the happiness and the peace that we deserve. Tomorrow, we're going to practice. We're going to embody this. We're going to begin the journey of taking it out of our heads and dropping it into ourselves so that it can be more integrative. In the meantime, what we will encourage you to do is to reach out to the broader commune community and Let's, let's begin um, this inquiry. What brings you to this work? What does it mean to redefine leadership for you? And obviously that's gonna be different for, for everyone who is watching, or some of us, we have no choice but to do this work. Lives are at stake. Um, perhaps your own or your own community. For some of us, because of our privilege, we have a responsibility to it. There's a variety of different ways in which leadership will unfold. And so we want to invite you to be into, in that inquiry um, and connect with each other so that we can see the diversity within leadership and perhaps um, begin to develop relationships. Because as Hala said earlier, what's really going to make this work sustainable is community. It's our collective effort. So go ahead, get to know each other, meet each other, be in this inquiry, and we will see you tomorrow on the mat. Hey, it's Jeff. Now, I always heard vitamin supplements are a waste of money as they just pass through your system. Expensive pee, right? Well, now I understand why and the reasons it's so hard to absorb large doses of certain nutrients through the pills, powders, and gummies at the store. 
Now, when you take these supplements or even consume foods, your digestive system must extract vitamins and minerals and, depending on the nutrient, convert them to a form your body can use. Now, some nutrients depend on proteins to transport them into the bloodstream and to the cells for absorption. Now, often, these supplements contain such large quantities that your body doesn't have enough resources, like transporter proteins, to absorb the nutrients. Since your body can't store water-soluble vitamins like C and the B family, as well as minerals like magnesium, zinc, and selenium, they wind up excreted and never reaching the cells where they are needed to support your immune system, metabolism, nervous system, and so much more. Now, I didn't know all of this when I started taking Live On Labs Lipospheric Vitamin C. I just know that if Skylar was giving them to me, they must be good. Well, it turns out that Live On Labs understands the difficulty of high-dose nutrient absorption, and they became the first dietary supplement company to use liposomal encapsulation technology to enhance nutrient absorption. Now, liposomes are double-layered spheres that Live On Labs uses to surround, protect, and transport water-soluble vitamins and minerals into the bloodstream and to the cells for absorption. The liposomes are made of essential phospholipids, the same material that makes up your cells, so they easily pass into the cells and deliver the nutrients, staying behind to fortify the cell membrane. Now, the Live On Labs liposome encapsulated supplement line includes vitamin C, a B vitamin complex that contains pre-methylated folate, a magnesium specifically formulated for the brain, and the master antioxidant glutathione. And guess what? Only the ingredients necessary for maximum absorption. That means no sugar and no fillers, no colors, no artificial flavors. If you don't want to know what that tastes like, and trust me, you probably don't, make sure to follow the instructions on the package. Uh, right now, Live On Labs is offering Commune listeners free sample two-packs of all their liposome encapsulated supplements with any purchase. This is a great way to try all six of their powerful supplements and get accustomed to their weird, unique, goo-like consistency. Just get yours at liveonlabs.com commune. This offer is only available through my link. You must go to liveonlabs.com slash commune. Live On Labs has a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. So you have nothing to lose. Go to liveonlabs.com slash commune. There's lots more where this came from in our course, Redefining Leadership. And these lectures will all disappear after March 13th. So check it out at onecommune.com and consider purchasing the course. Thanks for listening to the Commune Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Krasno. If you enjoyed this format where we provided excerpts from our online courses, let us know in the comments. I'll see you next time.
Hey, it's Jeff. And when it comes to your health and longevity, you hold nothing back. You understand what it means to push harder and reach farther and go that extra mile. Well, this relentless drive runs in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to build strength, speed recovery, and optimize your health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, your DNA, and fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance for the right exercise, nutrition, and supplementation for your body. And when you connect Inside Tracker with your Fitbit or Garmin, you'll also unlock real time recovery pro tips after you complete your workout. It's like having your own personal trainer and nutritionist right there in your pocket. If you're interested in this innovative service, I've got great news for Commune listeners. For a limited time, you can get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash Dr. G. That's insidetracker.com forward slash D R G.